Can you imagine like sitting down a very prestigious art school and the professor walks in with a pipe and he goes, hello, students. Today we will be watching the infamous Kangaroo Jack, a story (laughs) of triumph, friendship, (laughs) the mafia, respect, money and power. Turn the lights down and let's dive into Kangaroo Jack. Or rather, let's jump into it, shall we? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sunday Sauce. And first and foremost, happy Easter. It's your boys, Vinny and Phil. And we are here to bring you guys a very hoppity hop, amazing episode of the podcast today. As you guys can see, I'm actually recording on a beautiful DSLR camera. I'm looking beautiful. Got a great backdrop in the background. I'm at my family's place down in Florida. Phil, I know you're not doing so good, but I'm going to ask you anyway. How you feeling today, buddy? <laughs> I'm hanging on today. I don't know what happened. You see, yesterday was my birthday. I was feeling nice. All of a sudden, I started getting this shortness of breath. After dinner with the family, I was Mm -hmm. like, do I need an asthma treatment? I got my nebulizer behind me. I sound like an old man. I wake up this morning, fucking gravel in my throat. The worst. I I don't know what to do. You know what you need? You need some water. You need some sleep. You need some positive manifestation and great conversation. With your best, yep. with your best pal Vinny over here. I also need YouTube to get their shit together, Vin. I saw you. Uh, I watched the whole video. I thought your video was great. Thought it was really good. Thank and you. hopefully that will get enough traction and get in front of the eyeballs of the people that need to see it, so that way they can reverse their decision and actually put your video back up, remove the strike, and and do everything in in regards to that. You know. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, the asthma shit is rough because whenever I get even remote cold symptoms, it always like sparks the asthma up and then you can't fucking breathe. Then you get the mucus and you don't feel good. I got to say, <laughs> knock on wood, I haven't been sick since January. Actually, mm. I've been, I've been feeling strong as a bull. I think it's because I stopped eating so much red meat. You think so? I think that's, I think that's it, Phil. I got to tell you. Huh? Yeah. Maybe I got to cut back on the ribeye, you know? So you're just going to stay in tonight, have a very chill, low key night since you're not feeling too good. Yeah, I think I ran just one errand today. I went to Target and I got Wildy some Switch games. I got her Luigi's Mansion. Nice. I got her Sonic. It's a two game in one because I saw the new Sonic movie. So I was like, you know what? I think she'll like this. Oh, yeah. You got to review that. Next segment, Sonic 2 review. You got to tell me what you thought. I got her Mario Party. Nice. And I got her the new Kirby Forgotten Land. Ooh, the fun thing about the Kirby game is you guys can do a co-op mode, play together. Might just have to hop on, do it's, a little suck, you know? Yeah, suck action with Kirby. That game is super fun. We, uh, bro, by the way, so much to do. Like literally me and Kai did, I think we made it to the fourth world and got every single mission completed in each world. And we were still only at like 35% completion of the game. It's fucking crazy. Oh, geez. Yeah. Did yeah, she so just get Sonic a Switch? Too. Is that why you got her all these new games? She had a switch, but we found it from in like a box because we moved a couple mm, months ago. Makes sense. So she uncovered it and was like, "Oh shit, it's time to time game. to start game." Yeah, <laughs> time to be a fucking gamer. I love that dude. The switch is an amazing console. It's funny we were talking about this on the way down to Florida. That babies today that are growing up, their Nintendo sixty four is gonna be the Nintendo Switch, and that's just fucking crazy to me. How far gaming has come since the 90s to now. And I I feel like there's no like, 
new inventions coming out. Like we mm-hmm. had the development of true gaming consoles, I guess VR, right? You can argue, but that's been around for a couple of years now too. VR and the stream deck, I would say is promising. The stream deck. Is that what? No, the steam deck. Sorry. Steam deck. What's the steam deck? Fill me in. As I the think that's what it's called. Comes into my grill. You know, uh, steam. Yeah, of course. It's like the video game library service, right? Made by, made by Valve. Um, okay. They came out with their own portable Switch-like console. It doesn't have all like the bells and whistles or like portability that Switch has, where you could take out like the controllers and shit. But mm. I essentially, it's a, it's a handheld computer where you can play all your Steam games on the go, which is That's like sick. crazy. Because if you think of like the amount of processing power that computer games need Mm -hmm. like this thing you can just you can load up some crazy games on it that's fucking sick yeah i'm waiting for like that next new thing i know apple's coming out with a pair of glasses soon and we're gonna have that vr augmented reality experience when you're walking down the fucking street and you see the navigation telling you to turn left there's just gonna be a big ass fucking arrow on the sidewalks Mm -hmm. i'll be the first in line for that shit you know i'm definitely getting some prescription apple glasses I know because when you go to New York City, I don't know if you've realized this or experienced this. Whenever you open up maps, oh, it's a fucking like nightmare. Google Maps, you're like Jack Sparrow with the compass, where it's like pointing every which direction because I guess there's so much like signal bouncing off. Yeah, no, it's you a fucking you can't disaster. get to where you got to go. And you notice too, whenever you put in a destination and you're walking, it's way worse than when you're in a car for whatever reason. And the maps can never like figure out where you are. It's always just turning and shit until you mm-hmm. figure out exactly where you're supposed to go. They got to definitely, yeah. hopefully do better with that. But um, tell me about Sonic 2 and then I'll tell you about all my Florida adventures. Incoming Sonic 2 spoilers. So if you don't want to be spoiled, click this timestamp to fast forward this, please. I, this this is me warning you. So don't, don't say I never did nothing nice. All right. So there, there you go. So I didn't know that there's like a whole subsect of humans that are like major Sonic fans. Yeah. <laughs> like as as adults. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sonic is huge, bro. It's like Mario. Not as popular, I would say, as Mario, but it's it's up there. Right. So I, I love Sonic. I grew up with Sonic. Sonic Heroes was my favorite. Mm-hmm. I watched Sonic 1 with you. Loved it. Yep. I think uh, Jim Carrey's acting is hilarious he's He's the perfect robotnik ever yeah i just said the perfect robotnik ever what the fuck am i on dude he is the perfect robotnik ever yeah no i'll stand by that say it with your chest and i liked knuckles i thought he was cool yeah he was badass tails was cute you told me in the member episode to look out for a scene or a whole subplot in the movie that was like your main criticism of it yes and you said to text you when that was going on in the movie. And there's two scenes that came to mind. And I, I was right with one of them, right? Yeah. Well, you were really right with both of them. So Phil was explaining, and I had the same thought. The wedding subplot, it just didn't need to be in there. And, <laughs> and if they were going to keep it in there, they could have severely cut it down. I mean, it was fucking ridiculous. There's this whole subplot. Does the wife really, does the groom really love the wife and this whole thing? And it's like, what, what the fuck are we doing here? I want to see the hedgehogs and, and, and fucking knuckles fight and shit. Like, why are we still stuck on this? And the other scene that you brought up to me, which I thought was interesting, they had this whole dance battle 
in one of the scenes. And I literally turned to Kylie when we were watching it. And I said, yo, if Sonic wanted to within 30 seconds, my man could just be super speed, grab the fucking map and get out of there. But yet they're doing this whole dance battle, like for no reason. Sonic is way too OP to have to be in a dance battle. But at the same time, it was a very funny and cute scene. So I'll allow it, Phil. I thought the whole like storyline, the arc of Robotnik in this movie was on point. I fucking loved it. Yeah, he was great. Dude, like at the end when he's like full Robotnik mode. I don't that want to spoil That did feel anything. very video game-esque for sure. Right? Oh, yeah. And then, dude, when he's just like stomping and you see him walking like this. Like, ee, yep. ee, ee. that was fucking great. I really hope Jim Carrey comes back because he was fucking excellent. But for those that don't know, there's a bunch of interviews that came out when he was doing promo for this movie that he might retire. <laughs> And I really fucking hope that doesn't happen because I am a huge Jim Carrey fan. So fingers crossed that he does keep making movies and keeps getting scripts that inspire him, you know? The main reason I love this movie is because the after credit scene. Oh, <laughs> That bro. shit was so hype. <laughs> Dude, it was so hype. And I called it too. I was well, – I didn't call it necessarily, but I said throughout the whole fucking I movie. I called it. I kept yeah. turning to Kylie. I go – Man, this post-credit scene better have shadow. Man, this better have shadow. <laughs> Ooh, if it doesn't have shadow, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. I I am so happy that they delivered with that. Very, very happy. It's the coolest character. Oh yeah, he's fucking badass, dude. It's because he's a doomer. A doomer? Please explain. You don't know what a doomer is? Just very negative and <laughs> always looking to cause trouble and a villain? Doomer? Pretty much. But I've never used the, that term before. In the internet context, you call someone a doomer when they're just like always sad. There's mm. like, you know, the wo- the Wojak I explained to you where it's like that. He's like a Debbie NPC. Downer. Yeah, it's like the personification of a Debbie Downer. But in internet culture, there's like a very particular picture that's like a doomer. Gotcha. It's it's the guy with the beanie smoking the cigarette. Yep. The Wojak. I, you brought this up on a previous podcast episode, right? Yeah. Uh, I brought up Wojax on the previous podcast episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember this. Yep. But yeah, it was, a, it was a really good movie. It was super fucking entertaining. I really enjoyed it. It's just, again, there was like a couple of things that were like just out of place and a little odd, but it doesn't ruin the experience for you. You know what I mean? You still enjoy the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. So we came down to Florida and I told you about this. The whole plan was that we wanted to go to Disney World. We're going to right. do Disney World, Universal, the whole thing. I don't know if you knew this. I sure as shit didn't fucking know this. You need to book tickets in advance for Disney World, especially during holiday weekends. Did you know I that? I didn't know that. Yeah, so no. we we drove, like, it took us about two hours to get to Disney World. And yesterday we were going to do Hollywood Studios. We got there super late. It was like 5 p.m. when we got there. And we were like, fuck it, we'll do Hollywood Studios, a couple rides that we want to do, the Star Wars stuff. We want to do this one Harry Potter thing. There's this slinky Toy Story ride that we want to go on. And we get there, and there's no tickets available for, like, not only that day, but the whole next week. And the only tickets they had available was Epcot, which arguably is, like, the least hype park when you're there. So we're like, what the fuck do we do? Most hype, most hype. I I think Epcot is dope, but if you're comparing it to – Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios. I feel like it does rank in the lesser tier, and that's probably why there was availability for that. But regardless, we're like, what the fuck do we do now? We just drove two fucking hours. 
we can't get tickets. We tried, we tried to like, we said, you know, is there anything that you can do? Is there any way we could, you know, spend more, get in the park, whatever. There was like just no <laughs> tickets. There was nothing. So we found then that there was tickets at Universal. So we ended up going to Universal and we were walking around like the city streets part of Universal. So you have like the New York section, the LA. It's really fucking cool. And then there was like this brick area and Kylie's like, wait, is this fucking Harry Potter? So we walk through this like slanted brick wall and then you enter like Harry Potter world. Dude, <laughs> I, I've seen the first movie and I remember enjoying it. I didn't love it. I didn't go crazy. This was the coolest fucking thing ever. It's like all these little shops that have wands and fucking cloaks yep. and scarves and all the different houses, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Slytherin, Dude, Gryffindor. Harry Potter Dude. is fucking legendary. Harry Potter <laughs> fucks. And now I'm so excited to watch the second movie all the way to I think there's eight movies. I'm going to watch them all. I'm super fucking pumped. And I end up getting a wand. My wand has a really cool snake on it. And apparently the guy Slytherin that- wand? It's not a Slytherin wand, believe it or not. The guy that uses my wand, he can transform into a rat. I don't know a lot about this stuff yet, because again, I've only seen is the that first Moody? movie. Uh, babe, is the is the character's name Moody? Yeah, Peter Pettigrew is the guy that wields my wand. And in the movie, oh. he's like, "Hello, hello, Harry," and then he turns into a rat <laughs> and he fucking scurries away. I saw some clips last night. But that was sick. The wand spoke to me, Phil. You can't just pick a wand based on characters. You got to look at the wands and you got to say, which wand speaks to me? Which wand stands out? And that wand sure as shit stood out to me. And we got butterbeer. When you go into like the candy stores, they have like dark chocolate toads and little things from the movies that you could snack on. There's an ice cream parlor. We went on a ride. Phil, you know I don't like rides. There was this one ride where you like go through a bank and you have this 3D roller coaster experience. I says, you know what? Gringotts? Yes. Did you go on this? I just read Harry Potter and watched all the movies. It's fucking fucking sick. So you go in this bank and then you go through like all the different parts of the bank. You go in like this elevator that apparently doesn't actually move, but it like shakes the elevator and it feels like it's moving. Then you get into the cart. And I'm fucking, I'm panicking, bro. Like I haven't been on a <laughs> roller coaster in forever and I don't like them, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to push myself, try new things. So we looked it up beforehand. This roller coaster had about a 30 foot drop and then, yeah. and then it's like a 3d experience. So like shit comes out at you and whatever. So the <laughs> ride starts and this character comes out and he's talking to you in his British accent. He's like, hello, whatever he's saying. And then all of a sudden the fucking cart in the first like 35 seconds tilts down, bro. And then it just goes. And I'm like, Kylie, I'm going to kill you. And this thing just starts going full speed. It drops so fucking quick. And then it has like these spinning parts. It goes backwards. There's this part where this big snake breathes fire at you. And you like, you feel the heat. It was fucking sick. And then right when I got off, I was like, I want to go again. I want to go again. <laughs> it was really fun. Harry um, Potter. Harry Potter. So we did that. We got Kylie a cloak for the house that she's in. We're both Hufflepuffs. Which one? Oh, wow. You're a, you're a Slytherin, right? Hell yeah. Yo, he just owns that. I'm a Slytherin. Fuck yeah, bro. Fuck you yeah. You know whose wand I had growing mm. up? Who? So I don't know if you remember back in the day, they used to have these magazines. I want to say it's not Brookstone, but it was like for really expensive, cool new technology 
for Christmas gifts. It was like I, the fucking rage as a kid, right? I feel like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and you would like pick the presents that you wanted in yeah, that and hope yeah. your parents would <laughs> so order them for wanted. you. Was Voldemort's wand and it lit up at the end. Ooh, and like that's back badass. then, that was like, dude, if it lit up, oh, you were in fucking it. business. Yeah. So have you seen Voldemort's wand where it's like that long bone shaped thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all oh, they had all the wands there for purchase and we ended up picking the ones that we liked. But yeah, that wand was fucking bad. A lot of them were really cool. There's one that has like a cane that you like grab. There's the bone one. There's a really cool black one with like this like round thing in the center of it. They're they're fucking dope. You gotta watch the whole series. Like, oh no, through. it's trust me. And I told I told Kylie the whole day, I was like, yo, this is like making me super fucking excited to actually get into the lore. So I think we're watching the second one tonight. We're gonna stay in tonight, have some like chicken and pasta. And when's then the we're last gonna, time you watched the first one? The first one I saw, I wanna say like four years ago. So we're definitely gonna have to watch a little YouTube video and refresh my mind on things. But okay. I remember they they go through the brick wall, they're on a train. I remember he battles that little blonde fucker in Quidditch and Harry wins and <laughs> everyone's like, oh my God. Yeah, I fucking yeah. hate that little bitch. I don't like that kid. All right. So the first one is Sorcerer's Stone, correct? Sorcerer's Stone, which apparently the the proper name is actually the Philosopher's Stone, but they changed yeah. it for the US audience. Exactly. Because we're fucking Chamber stupid. of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. That one's that one's good, dude. The oh. Is that and that's the th- that's the third one? Oh no, that's the second one. Three is Prisoner of Azkaban. That's Kylie's favorite. The third one. Four is Goblet of Fire, which is the best one, dude. So you like four <laughs> the best? It's kind of regarded as like the craziest Harry Potter. Now, for, for for good reasons because the, the fourth one's when he officially like battles Voldemort, or at least comes face to face with him for the first time. Right? That's the whole thing with the fourth one. I- yeah, it's not the whole thing for the fourth one, no, but I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay, okay, okay. Basically, the Goblet of Fire is a thing that exists at Hogwarts. It's kind of like the Olympics. So you see Harry battle, so you see all the houses battle each other and Ooh, other schools, tight. other schools battle to win this thing. Basically. So Harry, Hermione, and what the Ron. fuck is Ron, Ron <laughs> Weasley. Yeah, so they're all Gryffindor. Yeah. Okay, cool. So who's like the coolest Hufflepuff character? Because that's what I am. I want I want to follow in one of the cool Hufflepuff character footsteps. Um, I'm fucking, I should know the name. I'm so but. stoked to get into this fucking world, dude. Like this, I can't even tell you like how cool this fucking area was. Like all oh. the buildings were leaning forward and shit. There was a Cedric dragon. Diggory. Cedric Diggory? Yeah, you know who plays him? Who? Robert Pattinson. No shot. Yeah, shot. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Pat is in the Harry Potter world? Yes. What? So wait, this man was as a, in Twilight, he's Batman, and he was in Harry Potter? Yeah. No, you're capping right now. No. Robert Pattinson, Harry Potter. You son of a bitch. Why would I why would I lead you astray? And guess what, Vin? I'm actually I'm actually flabbergasted right now. What else? And guess Phil? what? Blow my fucking mind right now, Phil. He and Harry go head to fucking head in Goblet oh! of Fire. <laughs> Harry's gonna fight Batman. Yo, this is gonna yeah, be fucking literally. fired up. Yo, we gotta load this shit up right now. We should do a Sunday sauce watch along party. You fucking kidding me? Yeah. That is you know so hype. So is he just like a throwaway character? Is he in it for like the entire run of this? He's a main fucking character. 
Dude, who else is in this movie? I'm so fucking stoked right now. <laughs> He's a main character. <laughs> what do they call the Harry Potter fans? Like, is there a name for the fandom? I guess it would be like muggles or wizards. Yo, I'm trying to be a wizard, Phil. Do you know what mug- muggles are? Is I feel like that's not a good thing. It's just like a regular person. It means that you don't have any fucking magic. Oh, shit. Yo, yo, I want to... Kai! Can you bring me my wand? I want to show Phil in the audience. Yo, you got to see my wand, bro. Yo, you're it's a little fire. late to this entire franchise. A little late? Bro, I'm so yeah. fucking late to this franchise, but I'm excited. Finally, you know, there's, there's a franchise I can teach you about. Yay! Thank you. And I can nerd out about because I love fantasy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you my wand. I've been casting spells all night. And I honestly, I don't know how spells work. Like, obviously, I know Wingardium Leviosa. But I've, what I've been doing is I've been rhyming shit. So, like, for mm. example, if I want to take your glasses off, I'd be like, take the glasses off, Hufflepuff. Shh. And that would go like that in front of your face, Phil. And then your glasses would come off of your face. I don't think they rhyme in the universe, but that's how I've been conducting spells. Subscribeth to the channel, Wannel Flannel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so obviously there's spells and then there's curses, which you'll learn about. Ooh, there's curses. Now, can can the good guys conduct curses as well? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, this goes hard. There's three curses and you don't really want to, you don't want to do them. It's it's a very touchy subject in Hogwarts. They're taboo, huh? Well, there's the killing curse. Oh, shit. Just if you want to fucking just nuke someone. (laughs) Tell me, tell me how to do the the killing curse. I'm going to, I'm going to cast it right now. Avada Kedabra. Oh, that's oh I know I've heard that before. Avada Kedabra. Kedabra with a V. Avada Kedabra. Yeah. Yo, by the way, okay, you, you got, guys gotta you let me know. know how this looks in the comments because I'm I'm using a sick fucking setup to record myself today. You want me to blow your mind further? Of course, I want you to blow my fucking mind. Okay, so do you know the story about? Lord Voldemort. I just know he's the one that shall not be named. He's got a fucked up nose and he's dummy OP Braxton powerful. Right. His name, Lord Voldemort, I believe is an anagram. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Oh, shit. For for Tom Marvolo Riddle. Tom Marvolo Riddle. So you arrange those letters and that's Lord Voldemort. That's where he gets his name from. Okay. And that's who he like is before he turns fully evil. Okay. So he, he was not always an evil character is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. Oh, shit. So what made him turn to the dark side? Was it the dark magic from his wand, Phil? Um, one other thing I'll just tell you that everyone probably knows are the horcruxes. The horcruxes. What is that? So Voldemort is so fucking powerful because he split his soul into seven different things known as horcruxes. So to kill Lord Voldemort, you have to find and destroy all seven horcruxes. So what is like a horcrux? Is it like an animal or is it like a It can be anything. It can be anything. So this water bottle could be a horcrux? I'll tell you what. When you watch the movies, Mm -hmm. you'll see them. Oh, okay. So a little Easter egg for me to hunt for. They, they are Easter eggs for sure. I mean, some of them, like they, they tell you in the story, but like 
some of them might be hidden. So so let me ask you this, then we'll move on to a new topic. But I, I feel like everybody loves Harry Potter, so they're going to love this episode because we've never talked about Harry Potter before. At what point do you think, by which movie am I going to be like obsessed? Because the first movie, I remember I enjoyed it, like I said, but I wasn't like itching to watch the next one. Do you, would you say after the second movie, after the third movie, maybe I'm like fucking, I'm locked in. I'm officially a, a wizard. Three is regarded as like a lot of people's favorites. So I'd say three and four. Okay. Three is going to, so you're going to watch two. I would recommend watching one again and then two right after. Ooh. But if you're going to jump in on two, two is going to be great. It's okay. really good. Okay. Three is going to ramp it up a notch. Okay. It's a lot of people's favorites. Four is going to blow your fucking mind. Ooh. Five is. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. There's eight movies. I know six is Half-Blood Prince. What the fuck is five? Uh, There's one like the king of something, right? Oh, Order, Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix. It's a cool title. I saw that one in theaters years ago, like when it first came out. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was probably l- l- lower tier. Okay. Half-Blood Prince 6 it is fucks. sick. Yeah, it yeah. fucks hard. It fucks hard. Okay. Okay. And then, and then you have the two-part finale. So does it end satisfying too? This is actually something I haven't asked Kylie yet. Is there a satisfying ending where you walk away from the series and you're like, I'm glad I invested my life into this? Clearly, right? If the, if the fandom is this fucking big. I mean – I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you satisfaction, but it's not a Tony Soprano end ending. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm excited. I hope. I hope after the second one, I just fly through these because I'm obsessed. That's what I hope. Because, <laughs> dude, I want to get like all the shit. Like, I can't tell you the last time I've gotten. I guess I, I don't want to call it a toy because it's a magic weapon, the wand. But last time I got a toy and I was like really excited about it, it's been a long time. Like I literally wanted to take this to lunch today. That's right. how that's how excited I am for this lore film. <laughs> and I can't wait to learn actual spells because the rhyming situation, like, yeah, it's fun, but I want to actually conduct spells. You know what I mean, Phil? Right. But the craftsmanship of these wands, it, it's very nice. And you got to let us know in the comments, what is your house? I'm a Hufflepuff, Phil's a Slytherin. Kylie's a Hufflepuff. What are you? Comment down below. Let us know. Do you know what Wildy is? Is Wildy like uh, Harry Potter? She loves Harry Potter. I forget what she is, though. I think I think she's Ravenclaw. Oh, badass. I don't know. I, don't I know. wish we haven't I, taken the quiz in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I wish there was a cooler animal for Hufflepuffs than just the fucking badger. But I guess badgers are pretty cool. Mm. Nothing wrong with a badger. But yeah, so we did Universal for a little bit yesterday. I did the Harry Potter stuff, did the Simpsons stuff. I got a turkey leg, which was, I was the happiest human on planet Earth. Like, so that's what I wanted to do yesterday. I just wanted a fucking turkey leg. Great protein, felt fucking fantastic. Today we're having a chill day. Tomorrow we're having, an, obviously, Easter celebration. Some families coming down. Monday and Tuesday, we're doing more Universal and like Island Adventure, which is like the, the crazy fucking rides. And there's this right. ride called the Velociraptor or the Velocicoaster. And apparently it makes your soul leave your body. Now, <laughs> will I go on it? Probably not. But I, I got to be honest with you. I, I want to go on it with my girlfriend. I might have a couple of shots at the park, Phil. And and maybe if I'm like three or four shots in, maybe I'll be like, fuck it. Let my soul leave my body. Let's hop on the Velocicoaster. But the comments on the Velocicoaster video, bro, they're fucking crazy. I remember going to Universal and Islands of Adventure as a kid, like way more than Disney because their rides were actually fucking sick. 
Yeah, no, the the Island Adventure rides are, are actually insane. I wonder if they still have dueling dragons. Ooh, dueling dragons. Yeah, I don't remember that? that. I know they have the Hulk ride, which is fucking crazy. People lose their minds on the on the Hulk ride. So yeah, if I yep. go to the Velociraptor comments, you want, you want to hear this shit? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. As a person who's been on this ride, trust me when I say it goes much faster than it seems in this video. You really have to experience it personally to get the real experience. This ride is a wild one. One of the best Universal's come up with. Let's see. This has got to be one of the best, if not the best roller coaster I've ever been on. This is easily my new favorite ride at Islands of Adventure. Fast, smooth, scary as hell, awesome theming, and not a single slow moment, but plenty of powerful airtime. Yeah, apparently <laughs> at one point, too, it like flips over over the fucking water. Where's the one with the soul? I want to see something about the souls leaving the body. Just check your just check your uh, mic settings quick because I can still hear you, but it sounds a little different. Oh, it does? Okay, hold on. Let me see one thing. Dueling Dragons. It's two, two roller, coasters roller coasters in one. In one. You, you get, get to get pick the- if it's if you want to go on red or blue, and they like intertwine at the same time. Ooh. Do I sound better now, by the way? No, but it's all right. Okay. Yeah. I think what happened was when I picked up my phone, the fucking AirPods connected to that, and I can still hear you coming from my ears, but I think the the this mic's picking you up. It's all good. It's all good. We keep it moving. Also, you got to tell me how long we've been recording for because I'm recording on just my camera. So I have no fucking idea how long this episode has been. Nice. Keep moving. You got any uh, fun Easter plans? Just close family. Just what you got to do. That's really it. You guys got any chocolate? Nice Italian dinner. Nice. Any chocolate bunnies? I don't know. I mean, now that I live not with my parents, my mom always used to give me an Easter basket. Oh, (laughs) yeah, of course. I assume there's not going to be anything waiting for me when... I wake up tomorrow. Yeah, my uh, my mom, they have, first of all, they have so many fucking snacks here. It's like blowing my mind. But uh, they have these cannoli bars. Basically, it's a chocolate bar that you eat and it tastes like the filling of a cannoli. They're fucking good. I just had a little piece before we started recording. I got my like God. a little, little sugar boost from that shit. I had the most cracked dummy OP tiramisu last night. Ooh, I'm jealous. Do you like tiramisu? I fucking... Phil, come on. You know we're both connoisseurs of the fine delicacies of dessert. You know this. You're right. You're right. I like a creme brulee, though. I think I like creme brulee better than tiramisu. I'm with you. I feel that. Unless I'm given a killer tiramisu. So is tiramisu, if it's if it's peak, we're not talking mid here. Peak tiramisu, you're picking that over most desserts? Most desserts, yeah. For sure. I feel like... I feel like a cheesecake for me just triumphs everything, bro. Easily. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you too. It's like in S tier, you got cheesecake. When done perfectly, okay. Mm-hmm. This is not like you know a box cheesecake. No, no, no. When done perfectly, I think S tier is cheesecake, creme brulee, Ooh. tiramisu. Ooh. What else? I, I mean, you got to put some sort of chocolate cake in there. I feel like we would be remiss to leave out chocolate cake at this, at this, at this particular junction. S tier? Bro, a, a mad, a madly prepared chocolate Mississippi <laughs> mudslide? 
Phil. All right, all right. Maybe, maybe you'll get me with a chocolate flourless, you know, where it's like straight up fudge. Ooh, yo, we were eating fudge at Harry Potter World yesterday. Fudge is, I haven't had fudge in a long time. First of all, chunky, bro. Like thick. Do you ever go to Splish Splash? Oh yeah, I love Splish Splash. <laughs> let's tell the, let's tell everyone about Splish Splash. <laughs> do, do people not know about Splish Splash? I mean, it's only a Long Island thing, no? That's true, actually. So, yeah, it is definitely very niche. It's like the fact that we have bodegas in fucking Strong Island, New York, baby. Splish Splash is one of Long Island's only and premier water parks. If you want to go to a water park, you got to go to Splish Splash. <laughs> I just Shot- remember like- Shotgun Falls. Forget it. Two uh, red slides. I, and for whatever no, reason- we've talked about this. Yeah, we've talked about I don't know this. What kind of speaking, I don't know what kind of fucking witchcraft they're doing, but you catapult out of these fucking shotguns. <laughs> like you're a fucking bullet just pew, right into the fucking yep. water. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's- the more you think about like water parks as an adult, just the grosser it is. Oh, like- it's fucking <laughs> disgusting. Fecal matter, <laughs> semen, piss. <laughs> Ooh, forget it. It's all over those fucking rafts. And don't get me started on how disgusting a lazy river is. Do I love them? Absolutely. Will I continue to participate in a r- lazy river? Absolutely. But not not a good hygiene situation. <laughs> the hygiene's a little bit off, Phil. At the end of Splish Splash, like as you're walking out the gift shop, that's the only place I grew up where I like saw fudge for sale. Do you remember that? I honestly don't remember that, but I feel like for whatever reason at amusement parks and at water parks, just anything that's like carnival based, fudge is for sale and people buy it. You know why? Because fudge fucks. (laughs) I will look right into your souls, ladies and gentlemen. We had uh, peanut butter fudge yesterday, and then we had uh, caramel sea salt fudge. Phil. Vinick. Fantastic, Phil. Tonight, I'm going to fuck up some cheesecake. We got a cheesecake in there. It's going down, baby. We Tonight, got some- I'm going to fuck. What'd you say? Tonight, I'm just going to fuck. Just fuck and then go to bed? Nice. No. Enjoy that, Phil. Enjoy that. No. Uh, I was speaking for you. Oh, yeah, no. I, I Cheesecake. And then we got some pastas, some chicken. I will have a little bit of steak tonight. I haven't had steak in a very long time. I've been, like I said earlier in the episode, I've been cutting down on my red meats. I am craving a little bit of a steak though tonight, a little bit of steak action. I've been out of commission today in terms of like anything physical besides editing, but I bought some spices, like some herbs and planted them or my girlfriend planted them because I was out of commission. Mm-hmm. So I got some Italian oregano. I got some mint. I got some basil. Ooh, basil. I got best, some. Bro. Any arugula? I didn't get arugula. But now, anytime I need to cook, oh, what's that? Let me go to my garden, rip off a couple leaves. That's how you got to do it. My father was growing cherry tomatoes, grape tomatoes, whatever you want to call them, in the backyard. The squirrels were having a fucking field the backyard, but the squirrels, forget it. They were just fucking I know, I miss stealing over his tomatoes. Dad scream at squirrels. Yeah, he did not get along with those squirrels. Rightfully so. I mean, the man's trying to cultivate a fucking garden, and he got these absolute vermin just eating yep. his fucking delicacies. You can't be doing that, mate. You just can't. I feel like we kind of take squirrels for granted in the sense that, like, have you ever really looked at a squirrel and, like, realized what it is? 
See, I feel like I know where you're going to go with this, but me personally, I'm going to say they're really fucking cute. No, yeah, like I agree. Like they're straight up like furry, fat rodents that have like perfect balance. Mm. And like they have these funny ass tails. Meanwhile, like we just, we just, we're just like, oh, like, look, it's a squirrel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're very majestic creatures and we're just like, oh, it's the common squirrel. Yeah. They're, they're underappreciated. But I feel like squirrels are very populated where me and you are at squirrel, uh, most populated areas. Like where are there no squirrels? Like, are there people listening to this right now that go, what the fuck is a squirrel? You know what, you know what are pretty black squirrels. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, those are sick. Squirrels live on every continent except Australia. Get the fuck out. Australia has every fucking animal under the sun, but they don't have squirrels. Why don't they have squirrels? I don't know. It just says squirrels live on every continent except Australia and Antarctica, according to the BBC. You're telling me nobody brought over some squirrels and they didn't colonize? No. Tree squirrels typically live in wooded areas since they prefer to live in trees. Ground squirrels live up to their names. They dig burrows, a system of tunnels on the ground to live in. Unbelievable. Are there squirrels in the UK? Squirrels can be found almost everywhere in the UK, though even they are red or gray depends on the area. England, Wales, and Northern Ireland are now dominated by the gray squirrel, which prefers broad-leveled woodland and is common parks and gardens too. Wow, the English, the British squirrels are way different than ours, though. Do they? Let me see. Unless I'm just not looking at this right. Yeah, no, they. Oh no, they look similar. Oh, no, they're a little weird. They have like a spiky hair going on. We don't really have these these orange red squirrels. Ours are gray. Yeah, we have gray. I feel like I've seen brown and definitely I've seen black squirrels. The black squirrels are the coolest ones. These spiky haired squirrels are definitely cute. And I could totally see them being in like an Eng- English countryside. You know what I mean? Yeah, no question. Like I, I can't see a big fat gray squirrel like frolicking in England, you know? Yeah, no. Well, if you have a squirrel from New York, he just he'd be like, "Hey, yo, what are we doing?" And the English yeah, squirrels yeah, would be yeah. like, "Get away from us, you absolute buffoon! You cannot <laughs> sit with us, you absolute scum of the earth! Go back to New York." Literally. Can you imagine just dropping a squirrel in the middle of Australia from fucking Long Island? That dude would be like, "What the fuck? I just saw a spider bigger than me." And the snakes, forget about it. Well, he'd see a kangaroo and be like, what in the actual fuck? He'd think it's Godzilla. That's true. He'd be like, how did that squirrel get so fucking big? How'd he get so meaty? (laughs) Yeah. We've obviously talked about this before, but for those of you that are just listening for the first time, kangaroos are fucking yoked. They're huge, bro. (laughs) You know they balance on their tails? Yeah, that, that shit. You know what they like... Back up on them and then like catapult off, right? And they kick people. Yeah. What was that movie? Kangaroo Jack? Yeah, Kangaroo Jack. I do Jack. remember that. That was the kangaroo that just like hung out with the humans. <laughs> it's just one of the boys. <laughs> Who the fuck pitched this idea? Like, all right, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to make a new movie. A kangaroo that hangs out with humans and he kicks people in know. the chest. He's going to wear shades and he's going to have a lot of swag. He had a red hoodie on, right? Yeah, dude. He had the drip. Oh, my God. Is he wearing a Brooklyn hoodie? Is he from New York? I think he is. Get the fuck out of here. He's a New York kangaroo? Yeah. (laughs) The fucking tagline is he stole the money 
and he's not giving it back. <laughs> what the fuck? He's a thief. Dude, he's wearing a Brooklyn hoodie. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to rewatch this movie. I feel like I saw it when I was very little, but I, I genuinely don't remember any of this. Yeah, throw Harry Potter on the back burner. Watch Fuck some Kangaroo that. Jack. Fuck that. Listen, Harry Potter greater than sign Kangaroo Jack. No disrespect. But come on, what are we talking about here? Fuck. I mean, I feel like Kangaroo Jack was just like an integral part of my childhood, and it's a it's a classic gem that is underappreciated in today's current climate. What did this shit make at the box office? Holy I don't shit. think it was on the eighty-eight point nine million. January 17th, release date, 2003. Oh, it's got a – oh, shit. It's got an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I thought you were going to say like an 8.2 on IMDb. Bro, 8% on Rotten Tomatoes, and then you know it's bad when the audience score. 50,000 people, 29%. Yep. If we look at the Two friends from Brooklyn are forced to deliver mob money to Australia. Their misadventures begin when one of them places his red jacket on a kangaroo while attempting to snap a picture. When the kangaroo bounces off, they realize the mob money is in the jacket and they are forced to give the chase through the outback. Dude, who pitched this fucking idea? I was going to say like this might have been maybe like a fucking book. Or like a comic or something, but I literally think this is just its own thing. What the Dude, fuck? We were born at the wrong time because I feel like if we went to college for film earlier, we would have killed it in the industry, you know? Oh, Just yeah. pitch all these ideas out here. Can you imagine like sitting down a very prestigious art school and the professor walks in with a pipe and he goes, hello, students. Today we will be watching the infamous... Kangaroo Jack, a story <laughs> of triumph, friendship, the mafia, respect, money, and power. Yeah. Turn the lights down and let's dive into Kangaroo Jack. Or like, rather, what's the w- let's jump into it, shall we? <laughs> what's the worst movie rated on like Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb? There, there's got to be a lot of movies that just get like a zero. Right? You think? I mean, I mean, movies are very subjective. What the fuck? Christopher Walken is in Kangaroo Jack? <laughs> That's hilarious. So but, you got the kangaroo and, you know, he's hopping all over the place. You see, the kangaroo. He's got the fucking mob money. He took the mob's money. I was never able to do a good Christopher Walken and it kills me to this day. All right, let me type in worst Rotten Tomatoes movies. Let's see here. The top 100 worst movies of all time by Rotten Tomatoes. If this would load, that'd be fucking swell. Jaws the Revenge has a 0%. So we got Staying Alive, Ballero, Jaws the Revenge, Police Academy 4, Problem Child. Oh my God, is that a documentary on Jake Paul? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got Highlander 2. As I laugh at my own joke, Highlander 2, The Quickening, Return of the Blue Lagoon, Folks, Look Who's Talking Now, Wagons East, Simon Says, Three Strikes, there's a Pinocchio, a 2002 fantasy comedy drama that got a zero. I haven't heard of like any of these. Right. I've heard of One Miss Call. That's a horror movie, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like I've heard, yeah, I've heard of that one. Too. Damn, that got a straight up zero. I saw the ridiculous six. Is that a uh, a parody on the Hateful Eight? No, it's a parody on something else, I believe. Oh, it's a Happy Madison product. Oh, it's uh, it's Terry Crews, Adam Sandler. Yeah, you can't be giving this all zero percent. That's fucked up, man. That is fucked up. So, what are the top one hundred best movies? Oh, dude, I mean the classics. Let's see, top one hundred movies of all time. I would it, do IMDb, not Rotten Tomatoes. So on, I'll look at Rotten Tomatoes. You can pull up IMDb. On Rotten Tomatoes, we have 99%. It Happened One Night. Citizens nope. Kane, 99%. That's number two. The Wizard of Oz, 98%. Modern Times, 98%. Black Panther is number five of 96%. Holy Get shit. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, Black Panther was a Wakanda good movie. Wakanda forever. Black Panther was a really good movie, but it's not number five of all time. It's not even in the top 100. Parasite got uh, six. Endgame got number seven. See, Endgame's like my favorite movie of all time. It's not the number six movie of all time. No shot. All right, all right. Let me let me go with IMDb. You got Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Godfather. Of course. Dark Knight. Wow. Okay. I feel like at pre... No, okay. I would say... When Dark Knight first came out, I could see it being up there. Yeah. But I cannot see it in 2022 being on this list. I got a hot take for a second on The Dark Knight, if I may. If I may. Yep, let's hear it. The movie is fucking incredible. I recently saw it in, uh, I think I saw it in January. It's, it's, it's incredible. It is one of the greatest movies of all time. But as objectively possible here as I can speak, the Batman voice and like that portray portrayal of Batman in my opinion hasn't aged very well I think I I think honestly why that movie is still arguably one of the greatest of all time is because of the directing the storyline and the number one reason is Heath Ledger's Joker that performance on its own obviously if you take the Joker out of that movie it's completely different you put something else in there but in my opinion, like that movie is what it is because of Heath Ledger and the Joker. It was just perfect. Yeah. And I would also say that it did a little bit more for the whole entire like movie industry in like they kind of pioneered or perfected that dark, grungy, yeah, you know, heavy like uh when I'm talking like soundtrack, I'm talking like lighting, I'm talking all the other aspects of like movie making, well, they kind of crushed it. Also it. For, the see comic of- book, for the comic book genre, it, it, I mean, it made it legit. It wasn't just like, you know, boom, pow, yeah. you know, like that type <laughs> of shit. It was like a real gritty comic book movie, which is fucking dope. So then you got Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Mm-hmm. You got Schindler's List, Godfather Part 2, 12 Angry Men, Pulp Fiction. I made a weird face at 12 Angry Men. 12 Angry Men, not Pulp Fiction. Twelve Inception, Angry Men. Lord- I we watched that a bunch in in uh, English class. I remember that movie actually being like super. Like you're invested when you watch that. You're trying to. Fi- it's okay. the movie with the the jury, right? Yep. And they all need to agree. <laughs> yeah, no, that movie's fucking sick. Mission Impossible. Like, like, look at this list. Mission Impossible Fallout. Right. I yeah, love <laughs> the Mission Impossible series, but how the fuck is that number 13? No, no, no. It's because it's Rotten impossible? Tomatoes, bro. It's Rotten Tomatoes. 
Yeah, I feel like IMDb's list was a little bit stronger. Way stronger. Yeah. Like I like for me personally, Endgame is in my it is my number one movie. But like if you're being objective and looking at the top ten highest rated movies, I you I don't think you could put it in there. <laughs> no. I want to, trust me. I really fucking want to, but you can. Cause Endgame Endgame kind of cheats a little bit because you get the the finalization of a fucking twenty two part series. That's fucking it's fucking insane, right? But like standalone movie, like a lot of people that are huge Marvel fans that I talk to, like they can't even sit through the first two hours because they feel like it's too drawn out and too depressing. I fucking love it though. I, I, Endgame will always be probably my favorite movie. I, I adore that film. I find it crazy that the highest rated movies on IMDb. It's a 9.3 and then Godfather's at 9.2. Wow. Like, so there's nothing, nothing that's above nothing's that, huh? above a 9.3. It's just movies are just so subjective, man. It's right. crazy. Like you can watch a movie that has a fucking 7.8 rating and it's your fucking favorite movie of all time. What's movies- really interesting, if there's any horror fans out there, is that a lot of horror movies that are really good, like top tier horror movies or like fives and sixes on IMDb for whatever reason. They don't like the horror genre. Yeah. IMDb hates horror, but when it's done right and there are some gems like, like a five or a six on a horror movie is usually, usually means it's a strong horror movie. What would you say is the greatest horror movie ever? Hmm. I mean, like the filmmaker in me would say Blair Witch Project, but that's mm. not my opinion. Yeah. Um, or they would say like Carrie, but like those are very like. So Blair Witch Project was like revolutionary because it took the whole uh, shaky cam thing. Right. Remember that? Yeah, it was it was uh, found footage style. Yeah, that's exactly. What it's called. Yeah, like that. They were the ones who did that. Right. Carrie was like an original horror movie that is like a cult classic. But in terms of like actual good horror movies that I would uh, hold to like a really high esteem, The Witch, uh, written by Robert Eggert, Mm -hmm. I believe, who did um, The Lighthouse and The Northman, which is coming out in like a week. Nice. Um, Because what he does is. Whenever, he does like time period pieces. So the witch is like old English. So he'll literally study the culture so that all the characters are like speaking in old English mm, and it's really immersive. That's cool. And it and it's really like psychologically fucked up. Two, I would put Martyrs, which is a, I believe it's a French film. Insanely like, just like gruesome. Yeah. That's a little bit more gory. But I think my favorite horror movie done perfectly is a movie called Spore Loose. Which, Spore loose. Yep, it means the vanishing. It's from 1988. It's an hour and 47 minutes long. This movie, Spore Loose, scared the shit out of you. It's not like a jump scare type thing. It's just it encapsulates so many different aspects of like scary situations and horror, mm-hmm. where like you're just left with an empty pit in your stomach and you want to just like call your mom. Yeah. <laughs> So I would say Spore Loose Martyrs and The Witch. Yeah, I, I can't really speak on the horror genre because I've legit seen maybe two horror movies in my whole life and they're not even scary. But like from talking to friends, I feel like Hills Have Eyes is up there for a lot of people. Human Centipede, I feel like a lot of people put that up there. Um, <laughs> Human Centipede. 
I feel like, no, people, like I, I get it, but it, it's it's a bit of a meme. And then uh, the movie we did we studied this movie to no end in, at Adelphi. Here's Johnny, The Shining. People put the Shining, oh, the Shining up there for sure. That one fucks with you. I mean, that's that's top five for me for yeah, sure. Yeah, Shining, Shining. The only reason why I saw that fucking movie was because of school. Like quite literally, I would <laughs> never watch that on my fucking own time. No shot. Yep, that's top five for me. Yeah, and then when you go into like the comedy genre, for me, I don't think anything will ever be funnier than Dumb and Dumber for as long as we are on this earth. I just think that is quite literally peak comedy that just cannot be topped. It's Mm. perfect. I feel that way about Step Brothers. Yeah, a lot of people do. I I have never – like I'm a fan of Will Ferrell for sure, but I've never been like a diehard Will Ferrell fan like I am with Jim Carrey. But, I mean, if you want to talk about Anchorman has some fucking belly laughs that'll literally put you on the floor. It is so I rewatched good. Dodgeball the other night. Oh, that, that movie is I'm top good three comedy. Owner, operator, and founder of Globo Jim America Corp. And I'm you here to tell you, you don't need to be stuck with what you got. I love that movie so much. I realized that Dr. Disrespect's character is heavily influenced you from can, You can ben tell. Stills. Yeah, you can definitely tell that. It clicked and I was like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I get it. The fucking Globo Jim Purple Cobras. You know that movie's amazing because people to this day still dress up as the average Joes and Globo Jim for Halloween. Average oh, yeah. Joes is like always a costume. I it's- feel like comedies though, are str- it's like a dying genre in the sense that like me and you grew up with like box office actual comedy movies like Role Models, Superbad, Step Brothers, Dodgeball. Knocked Up. Bruce Almighty. Yeah, like, like, where are those movies now? Well, the problem is now those movies will not make money. What makes money is the action movies, the fucking crazy uh, fantasy movies, you yeah, know, like. I, I guess so. Action, like Marvel movies, obviously, DC movies, comic book movies. Because a, a comedy, if a comedy makes even like a fraction of what a fucking superhero movie makes, it's considered a success. Like, for example, um, Jim Carrey with uh, Sonic 2. That was the biggest weekend opening of Jim Carrey's career. And it was like 71 million for the biggest uh, video game movie opening ever, ever, ever as well, which I think Mario is going to fuck that up in December. And I cannot wait for the Mario movie. I'm so excited. Didn't Morbius win like number one spot worldwide for a bit? Yeah, it did. And like, I don't think that movie was the dumpster fire that everybody made it out to be. I've never seen it yet, but from what I've, heard from people that have seen it that like come into my streams and stuff they said it's not horrible but it's definitely not good like it's one of those yeah you know if it's on tv and there's nothing else to watch you could check it out but like no one's gonna buy that fucking movie and like watch it on repeat as one of their favorites i mean i guess you can't say nobody will but a lot of people probably wouldn't Hmm. but yeah i'm looking forward to uh the mario movie is definitely my most anticipated movie this year i'm also very excited for thor Love and Thunder with Thor looking like an absolute barn. My man is fucking gigantic right now. You you yeah, actually made a video when he put out the first like promo art for it. Remember his fucking arm? Chris Hemsworth was yoked. Yeah, because he's just on that center fit plan, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking jacked. And then I'm excited for obviously Multiverse of Madness, which apparently is going to have more twists and turns than Spider-Man No Way Home. Have you seen that yet, Phil? I'm not watching Spider-Man. This fucking guy. Please. Listen, you're going to get me. Give me an Easter 
fucking present and watch No uh, Way Home with Wildy tonight. You guys will no, really have a good time. You know how you speak to my core? Yeah. Harry Potter. There you go. I'm going to watch that tonight. Give me, the, give me the give me the fantasy. Give me some magic. I'm in. Okay. The second the second a guy in a fucking spandex suit is involved, I'm out. Well, Doctor <laughs> Strange is all about magic, so you might want to check that out, Phil. Uh, no, I already saw that. Where whoa, the world is turning, and then there's Shaolin monks and the bald lady. Ooh. I gotta tell you though, it's very refreshing to me that like when we talked about Harry Potter, I could tell you gave a fuck and you like it because. 99% of the things that I'm obsessed with, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> so it's cool that at least once I get into Harry Potter now, we'll have something to fucking bond over. Exactly. And then Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I got to check that out too. Um, I'm hyper paranoid this camera's going to die. Do you think we've hit the hour mark? We're at 57, but... 57? We can go for three more minutes. Listen, if it dies, thank you guys for watching. If it dies, it fucking dies. Oh, you know what we can That's do? It. Well, grandmother of the week, actually. Let me, let me go to the email. Let's, Absolutely. Let me pull this up, Phil. Anything you want to discuss on your end while I'm uh, while I'm researching over here? Me and Vinny offer exclusive com- uh, uh, content. Fuck yeah, we four ninety nine a month. You get an entire library at this point. We just hit our one year mark. Yep. That's fifty two extra episodes of the sauce. All you got to do is just sign up by clicking the join button on YouTube, becoming a meatball today. And uh, we greatly appreciate your support. Absolutely. And that bank of content, I would argue, has a lot more funny bits than the classic sauce. And that's just because we get a little bit goofy over there. We definitely get more raunchy and a more and more all over the place with uh, with that content over there. Which, by the way, we had our fucking one year episode, like Phil said, and we both completely forgot to address the fact that. It was the one-year episode. So we're just casually doing one year of fucking content, and we didn't even really celebrate it. Yep. So that's something. Also, I am having trouble finding a grandmother of the week, so bear with me, Phil. We're still going in over here. I will find something. That's <laughs> for sure. Find that grandmother. Okay, I got one right here. Let me let – me, what were we at, Phil? You said 58 minutes? Yeah, we're at 59. 59. Look at that. So we'll do Grandma of the Week and we'll wrap it up. Nice Easter special. All right. This comes to us from Michael Dressler who said, this is my grandma and grandpa. They are the two most loving people you'd ever care to meet. My grandma always makes time for all her grandkids. She makes sure we're all happy, healthy, letting us know how much she loves us. If you are ever at the house, you'll never leave with an empty stomach. We absolutely love that. My grandpa is a survivor of a Russian concentration camp after World War II. He is mentally one of the strongest people I know. Always tries to keep the peace when arguments get heated and is never short of some elderly sage advice. Much love to you guys. Keep up the great content. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for submitting both grandparents. If you guys want to submit your grandparents for the Grandmother of the Week segment, which is back in full fucking force, baby. Podcast at gmail.com. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. Send the photos. Phil, we're here at the end of the show. Any final words, my guy? Say hello to your grandmother for me. Have a happy Easter. We fucking love you guys. Also, let us know how this episode looked and sounded. I'm trying something new because we're always on the go. I don't want you guys to keep seeing that fucking like potato quality face cam. So should be good. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. Peace. Peace.